Thanks to the media, I'm sure that when I say the word Palestine, the first thing that might pop into your head is conflict. Everyone has a specific image of Palestine in their minds, but I guarantee you, Palestine has much more to offer than just the conflict you see on the TV. I learned this when I travelled there with my family in early 2019. It was a trip that I didn't expect but the year before my mum and dad had visited they went with a tour group and when they came back they told us all kinds of stories and they said that we would definitely be visiting very soon as a family. Of course growing up and hearing about everything that happens in Palestine and seeing things on the news we were definitely feeling quite unsure and you know a bit apprehensive about what we would see there But looking at my parents' pictures and hearing about their experiences, there was a part of me that was so, so intrigued. And I can safely say now, three years later, that it was probably one of the best trips I've ever been on in my life and I will definitely be visiting again. Hello and welcome to another episode of Minty's Room. I'm your host Mariam and today I am back sooner than I thought I'd be and I'm here with a little bit of a story time. Today I'm going to be talking about the time that I visited Palestine with my family in 2019. I'm going to be talking about what my initial thoughts were, what the experience was like and what advice I have for you if you plan on visiting there soon. But yeah, like I said, my parents visited there the year before and they went with a tour group and they came back with more than just memories. They came back with lifelong friends, I'd say. The people that they travelled with in the tour group, they became really close with them and when they came back, to this day, we still see them, like they've become close family friends. I mean, me and my mum, we've even gone on another holiday (laughs) with uh, some of these friends that my mum made in Palestine. It just goes to show that like their experience is just really good. And that alone made me feel a lot better about visiting there because initially, like I said, I was feeling kind of apprehensive. But seeing this and seeing, you know, the friends that my parents had made and hearing about all of it, it made me feel a bit excited actually to go and see it to go and visit Jerusalem. But yeah, growing up, we learned a lot about Palestine's history, about how it had been liberated by Muslims several times. It has a really rich history, actually, uh, when it comes to Islam. And, you know, I think people should regard it as an important place to visit just as much as Mecca or Medina. That's my personal opinion, but also Islamically, it's the third, like, holiest site in Islam. So I don't think people should see it as just a place of conflict, but it should be somewhere on your bucket list, you know? The reason why I'm specifying this is because a lot of people view it as somewhere unsafe. And you know what? It is unsafe, but it's not unsafe for British citizens or British tourists. Speaking from experience, if you have a British passport, you won't be harassed or bothered by anyone. You can visit all the sites freely um, and it's something you can do that unfortunately the Palestinian citizens can't do, um, which is, you know, roam around freely, I guess. You will face some discrimination, I mean, (laughs) obviously, but you won't be mistreated or harassed or anything like that. It's so sad to see, like there are so many things that you can visit, like, um, you know, specific holy sites in the old city that Palestinian citizens are not allowed to go to. And it sucks to see, man, it's just so sickening. And it's just one of the main things that like sticks with you after you leave. You just see how the citizens there are mistreated. You see a clear line between the Israelis and the Palestinians. And, you know, it's a lot. Um, It's a lot to see. And it can be quite emotional, but I'll go into that later. 
But yeah, so we'll start off with the journey <laughs> because that itself is an experience that I don't think you'll ever like have again. You know, there's nothing like being on a plane full of Jew. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I mean, sorry, I should clarify. When you're on the plane, you are going to be a severe minority because everyone on that plane is either visiting Israel or going back to Israel and you are a Muslim visiting Palestine so like there is some tension there is a bit of tension and you know there's a lot of history there and I'm not going to dissect it but it is an awkward plane journey <laughs> and it's about five hours as well so you're in there for quite a while but yeah I think when we went there was like two other Muslim families on the aeroplane but yeah long and awkward plane journey and then when you land, aha, when you land, you usually land in Tel Aviv. And let me tell you, let me tell you, they check your passport a ridiculous amount of times. I don't know why. Well, that's not true. I do know why. Everyone knows why, but I'm not going to say that here. Anyway, you know, you get to border control and I think it does depend on who you're traveling with. Because when my parents went with a tour group, they said that they were held in the airport for a couple of hours and they were questioned individually but when we went as a family in 2019 we got through fairly quickly so I think it does depend um but either way my mum said this as well worst case scenario like worst case scenario they'll send you back like back home uh, if they don't want you to visit Palestine but yeah alhamdulillah both times so my parents went with a tour group and when I went with my family we got through with no big issues they do ask you some stupid questions, but I guess it's just a part of life, isn't it? Anyway, we took a taxi from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. I, did, I don't think it took that long, um, but by the time we got there, it was nighttime. So we couldn't really see much of the actual city, but we went straight to a hotel. We slept throughout the night and then in the morning we got up and we decided we were going to go and visit the old city. I feel like I didn't know about this beforehand and no one talks about it, but in Jerusalem, there's like this complex thing right in the middle called the old city and it's basically I don't even know how to describe it to you but I'm gonna do my best so I'm looking at a little map of it here so I can try and explain it to you as best as I can but it's basically like a little complex it's like a square shaped complex and it's split into four quarters so you have the Christian quarter the Muslim quarter the Jewish quarter and the Armenian quarter these quarters are all connected with paths and along these paths are dozens of shops and cafes, food places, um, they're all run by locals, people who live in the area. There are hotels there as well, um, really small hotels, but they are there. Um, and each quarter basically has certain holy sites. So for example, in the Jewish quarter, you have the Western Wall. In the Christian quarter, you have church in the muslim quarter you have masjid al-aqsa and that's kind of how they're separated i think but yeah i think there are mosques in each quarter i might be wrong but like i remember visiting the christian quarter because there's a mosque there um but yeah there's so much like history in this little section in this old city um so you know before you go definitely do research and figure out what you want to see because there's a lot of rich muslim history here but yeah like i said there's a lot of paths that go through here there's a lot of different entrances i think it would be quite easy to get lost i'm not gonna lie but it's not massive it's not really really that big 
Um, but yeah, it's quite complicated to walk through. Me personally, I loved walking through that at Fudger time because like it's kind of dark and you know there are people coming in for Fudger and then once Fudger is over, everyone kind of leaves and they go set up their shops. So like I said, they all have like clothes shops, sweet shops, they have little cafes and stuff like that. Uh, people are, you know, putting out the food on their stalls and stuff like that. It's just, it's just a nice sight to see, you know? That's the thing, right? There are all these beautiful sights that you see, this wonderful, amazing Palestinian community there. But as much as you try to ignore it, there is a massive dark shadow behind. And that shadow, I don't think I even need to say... I don't think I need to say it, I'm sure everyone already knows, but throughout this complex and throughout the city, throughout the whole country even, there are soldiers everywhere. Everywhere. We all know who these soldiers work for, but their job is basically to intimidate and to bully and basically just to point guns at things and look big and strong or whatever and they stop palestinians at each little checkpoint that they have and you know sometimes they'll let them through sometimes they won't there are certain areas that palestinian citizens are not allowed to visit so for example before i mentioned the western wall it's a holy site for jewish people but it's also a holy site for muslims um, but Palestinians are not allowed in that area. If you have a British passport, however, or if you're from like any other European country, you are allowed in. You do have to go through a security checkpoint thing, so they check your belongings, they scan you, but you are allowed in. Uh, but unfortunately, the Palestinian citizens are not. You really see it. You really see how they try to bully the Palestinians out of the old city they try and make their lives as difficult as possible but once you visit you really see it you see how strong the palestinians are and you see how you know resilient they are um they face this on a daily basis these little kids are going to school and they walk past these big guys with big guns and those little kids are not phased at all you have groups of kids playing football in the courtyards right next to these soldiers and you just kind of you feel so sad at the sight of it but at the same time you know you are so proud of them like you see them and you're like wow you are so strong <laughs> you are so strong and yeah it's kind of an emotional time when you see sites like that um because you know you see that kind of stuff on the news seeing it in person is different but also very enlightening but you know what, the Palestinians who live in the old city, they are so welcoming, like they really go out of their way to make you feel welcome and you know, they give everything, even though they have barely anything to give, like they will invite you into their homes and give you food and tea and they'll talk to you, they'll tell you their stories. They are just so unbelievably welcoming and they really make you want to come back again. And they say it as well, they'll tell you, they'll be like, make sure you come back again, make sure you bring your family and your friends and tell everyone back home that everyone needs to come and visit Palestine. And you know what? I fully agree. I think having more Muslims from different countries and different places come to visit Masjid al-Aqsa, it kind of reinforces that, you know, it belongs to us. Like the more of us that go visit it, the more we kind of emphasize this is ours and no one can take it from us because don't get me wrong they are trying to take it from us i don't want to get into too much detail about that because i want to keep it more about what my visit was like but i will say that you know 
it is important for Muslims to go and visit it because they do try. I mean, I'm sure we all know and we all see the conflicts that take place there. I keep saying conflicts, it sounds so like, what's the word? It sounds so neutral, but you know, we all see what happens in Ramadan, right? When the soldiers come to Masjid al-Aqsa and they try and, you know, cause problems and they just shoot at everyone who's praying. Like I said, if people keep visiting, it kind of reinforces it that it's ours. I hope that makes sense. I feel like I'm trying too hard to not say anything that's too out there. I don't want to say I'm scared, but like, I don't want this episode to be taken down for any reason. I have no clue what the guidelines are usually like, um, but I will say that I am visiting Palestine soon. Um, again, inshallah, inshallah. So the last thing I want is for like this episode to be found when I'm visiting. Like, I don't want to be sent back home. So I'm going to try and be as careful with my language as I possibly can, but not trying to hide anything or, you know, sugarcoat it in any way. But yeah, the main reason people visit is obviously for Masjid al-Aqsa. And I think it's probably my most favorite mosque in the whole entire world the peace you feel when you're there even though you're technically at the heart of one of the biggest conflicts in islamic history you feel so peaceful when you're sat in that mosque and the people that you're surrounded by and just the atmosphere it's just so beautiful i don't know how to explain it with words it's just a feeling that's indescribable honestly and then you know there's kids playing in the courtyard families meeting up and sitting down on the grass and people handing out dates and things like that and it's just so beautiful and then when you leave that area and you go into the rest of the old city that atmosphere kind of gets carried over like you just feel the community like i said there's like loads of stores and food places they're all owned by different people but you can kind of tell which ones are owned by like the muslims which ones are owned by like you know the palestinians and you just feel i don't know how to describe it it's just so oh my god i'm doing a podcast episode i should describe it shouldn't i it's a vibe yeah that's such a bad way of describing it man imagine if this episode does get found though when i'm visiting and they hear me trying to like describe it and they'd hear me say it's a vibe i would send me back me personally i would be like yep this kid is out send her home it's just it clicks in your mind you understand why this is a place worth fighting for you understand why it's so precious and you understand why it needs to be protected and the people the stories they have the trauma they've all faced like we spoke to so many people and so many parents we've lost children so many children we've lost parents so much loss and yet they still have such a fighting spirit they still come to that masjid every single day and they still stand against those soldiers every single day they still go through all of those checkpoints and past all of those guns and despite losing so much they would do it all over again they would go through all of that all over again every single day if it meant that they could keep that city so many of them are separated from their families as well like we spoke to one woman who had kids that you know some of them had passed away but some of them were in orphanages outside of the old city outside of jerusalem and you know she's not allowed to visit them she's not allowed to have them back and that's one person that's one story there's so many stories like that and like i said they still have that fighting spirit and 
you know, you can't help but love them for it. You can't help but feel for them and you can't help wanting to visit again and see them again and stand by them again. It is truly the bare minimum for us visiting Jerusalem, visiting the old city, visiting Masjid al-Aqsa. But for them, it is the biggest sign of support that you could possibly give and for me that reason alone makes me want to visit again it makes me want to visit next year and the year after that and the year after that just to stand alongside these people just to show them my support and to visit the masjid again and to feel that peace as well in that little area of the old city in jerusalem and you know what 10 out of 10 (laughs) would recommend for every other muslim out there if you can visit palestine in terms of safety, I mean, the reason I'm mentioning this is because it was a concern of mine before I went. It is safe for us because we have British passports. You are not likely to be harmed or harassed. I mean, you do get asked for your passport. People will stop you and ask you where you're from. Um, and you just say Britain and you might have to show your passport. That's it. But other than that, you're safe. This episode has been a bit of a mess. I mean, I did have a structure in my head, like of what I was going to say, but didn't work out that way. I think I got a little bit carried away. But I hope the general message of what I'm trying to say has gotten across. Just that it's, you know, a beautiful place to visit. It is safe for us. One thing I will say, though, because I did use the word conflict a bit too often. um, When I mentioned the conflict, obviously, it's very obvious, but maybe I should clarify it's not what you see on the news. It's never a clash or anything like that. It's usually uh, brutality from a certain group of people towards the Muslims. And, you know, we witnessed it firsthand. We did see some arrests taking place. We did see a peaceful protest um, that was met with brutality from, you know, that certain group of people. And it's truly unfortunate but that's the way it is over there and there's nothing we can do about it um, from our side. You know, when you're visiting, not much you can do other than watch. You do feel helpless when you're there. However, when you get back, you are in a unique situation where you can do things to help. For example, spreading awareness on your platforms, talking to friends and family about your trip. Talking about your experiences can encourage other people to go as well, which, like I said, is what they need. So that's important as well. Looking more into the history, looking more into the political side of it, it's also important and yeah, it all plays a big part in it as well. I definitely think that visiting it makes you more passionate about it as well. So even if you're, you know, really proactive and you talk about it a lot now, when you visit it, something like I said before something clicks and you know your love for it just grows and when you come back you want to talk about it even more and you want to tell everyone everyone about your experience and you want to drag everyone with you to go and visit it next time um but yeah I just think it has such a special place in my heart I've visited so many places in my life alhamdulillah but Palestine beats all of them that's it from me for today. I mean, like I said, I am visiting there again soon, inshallah. And when I get back, I might do another episode. It was like a part two, just to talk about my new experiences. Maybe have a guest on as well, since we are traveling with some family friends. Um, it would be fun to get them on and uh, ask them you know, about their experiences too. And yeah, hopefully I've given you a little bit 
uh, of insight into what it's like when you visit Palestine. I mean, there's so much more I could have talked about, but I think, you know, a lot of it can come down to you. You can do more research on it as well. I just wanted to talk about my feelings about it, honestly, because like I said, I can talk about it for ages. Um, but yeah, that's it for today. Uh, if you do have any questions on it, I'm so happy to answer them. So you can message me at Twitter at Minty's Room or you can email me mintysroom at gmail.com. I don't know when my next episode will be, like I said. <laughs> I need to make a schedule or something, man. But hopefully in the next week or so, there will be something up here. Um, but in the meantime, you can follow me on whatever platform you're currently listening to me on so you can be notified when I do post. That's it for me today. I hope you have a lovely weekend, an amazing week. I know the school year is starting soon. Ha, sucks to be you. Um, but yeah, I hope all that goes well as well. And I'll see you in the next one, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum and goodbye.